Welcome back to the show. It's the Sunday service. I'm your host, Raji Sohal, and we're checking in now with Rick Forchuk from TV Week magazine. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Raji. All right, you have got some kind of a thriller to start off with? Yeah, I got a bunch of things. A lot of movies open theaters this weekend, which is unusual for this time of year. But yeah. We'll start with a movie called Fall, which is brand new, and it is a survival thriller that's about as sparse as movie making gets in terms of cast, setting, and where the heart of the action is concerned. Now, it reminds me of such gut-wrenching stories of survival as 2003's Open Water, in which a scuba diving couple in shark-infested Bahamian waters had their dive boat return to dock without them, leaving the pair to survive or not as night falls, and no one knows that they're missing. It's also a little like the 2016 Blake Lively film, The Shallows, in which a lone young woman is stranded on a rocky outcrop in an isolated bay as a great white shark patrols nearby and the tide rises as night falls, forcing her from her perch. Now, there are no elaborate sets in this movie, Fall, and a lot of character-driven action ensues. The film opens with a trio of rock climbers, two women and a man, climbing the straight-up granite cliffs of El Capitan in California's Yosemite National Park. They are Becky, played by Grace Caroline Curry of the TV series Revenge, Hunter, played by Virginia Gardner of the Goldbergs, and Dan, played by Mason Gooding, who is Becky's husband in this movie. There's an accident, and Dan falls to his death. Fast forward one year later, and Becky is an alcohol-soaked mess, not having dealt with the death of her husband in any sensible way. Well, Hunter shows up for the first time in 12 months to help Becky heal by convincing her that she must climb her way out of her grief and use that experience to spread Dan's ashes from on high. Reluctantly, Becky goes along with it. Hunter has an ulterior motive as she has a YouTube channel on which she posts her adventures, and this one involves scaling a 2,000-foot-high television tower in California's Mojave Desert. The tower is long abandoned and in disrepair, and as they arrive at the top, the ladder they've been climbing, rusted, weakened, gives way, stranding them on a small platform at the top. Of course, there is no cell service, they're too high up, and now it becomes a MacGyver adventure in trying to determine what few possessions they have that can work to save them, or not. By day three, they are in bad shape. No food, no water, and no hope. The two actors are in almost every scene. They work hard in this movie. Their plight high up on the tower is completely believable. Each challenge they face that has a positive possible outcome goes bad. And as an audience, we're working with them trying to figure out how to get them down. They have just one length of rope, 50 feet long, a drone that they were using for the YouTube video, and precious little else. There were some big surprising twists here in both their relationship and their chances of survival that make this one a classic nail-biter all the way to the surprising conclusion. That's called Fall. It's in theaters. It's a real nail-biter, Raji. <laughs> it sounds like it. Sometimes your reviews are enough for me that I don't think I have to go out and actually check out these thrillers. Okay, tell me about Emily the Criminal. Yeah, good movie here. Uh, Aubrey Plaza from Parks and Rec is the title character, young Emily, saddled with student debt and unable to get a decent job because of a minor criminal offense in her background that's left her potential employers too wary to hire her. She finds herself on the fringe of the what's legal and what's not world when she accepts a role as a dummy shopper, buying goods with stolen credit cards supplied by, by Yosef, played by Theo Rossi from Sons of Anarchy. 
Now, as the plot thickens, Emily and Yosef feel that there are bigger fish to fry here, and they soon find themselves in the criminal underbelly of Los Angeles, with a gig that could become not only dangerous, but life-threatening. Emily loves the adrenaline rush from easy cash and clever scams, and at the same time finds herself falling for Yosef, her mentor, and now her love interest. But does that door swing both ways? Interesting story here, rated 14A, that's Emily the Criminal, Raji. Okay, and then Mac and Rita, also in theaters, right? Yep, another brand new movie, and movies about people switching bodies are as old as heaven can wait until yeah. Friday. Yeah, it's its own genre, isn't it? Yep, it is, and this one takes that concept one step further with an interesting twist. Mac Martin, played by Elizabeth Lell from Once Upon a Time, is a self-confessed 30-year-old homebody who reluctantly joins her best friend Carla, played by Taylor Page, on a bachelorette weekend in Palm Springs. But when she wakes up the next morning, she finds that she has literally been transposed into her future 70-year-old self, now played by Oscar winner Diane Keaton. She becomes Aunt Rita and also becomes a social media sensation, and she may also find love. But at age 70, maybe that's just too late. Will she always be Aunt Rita, or might she wake up again one day and her original body is Mac? There's a unique and magical twist to this story that makes it a nice little comedy with just a little something on the side. The rating is 14A for Mac and Rita, that's also in theaters. Okay, and then another one uh, that's called The Spirit of the, the Amazon? Yep, this is also in theaters. It's Ainbow, The Spirit of the Amazon. It's an animated feature, perfect for about ages six and up, I would say. It's directed at the same audience that would enjoy the other cartoon fare like Moana and oh, Frozen. Okay. Yeah. Yep, Lola Ray is the voice of the title character here. She leads her two spirit guides, Dillo, a comical armadillo, and Vaca, a comedic taper, voiced by Dino Andrade, and Joe Hernandez, respectively. As the table stakes in such films are typical here, there's trouble that threatens the homeland of our characters and their families, and only Ainbow can save the day. To that end, she and her spirit guides embark on a journey to the farthest reaches of the Amazon rainforest in hope of saving their home from the evil threat that could change everything. This one is rated G, and as I said, Raji, uh, good for kids, I would say, six years and up, but really suitable for almost all audiences. Okay, it sounds like a lot of fun. And then 13, the musical. Yep, this one's on Netflix, and it's uh, based on the hugely popular Broadway musical 13 that debuted in the Big Apple in 08. It's a coming-of-age story with a great comedy cast and some twists that lurk behind every corner. It is the story of Evan Goldman, age 12, whose parents divorce, forcing him to move to a new city with his mother Jessica. She's played by Deborah Messing from Will and Grace. Evan hates everybody. He hates everything, leaving everything behind in New York City. He hates leaving his dad, his rabbi, and his friends. And now he's in a new school in a different city, and he approaches his 13th birthday with his obligatory bar mitzvah with great trepidation. As an outsider in the new school and living at his grandmother's house, and she's played by Rhea Perlman from Cheers, he learns that there's more than one kind of outsider, and he's not the only one struggling. Turning 13 is not looking so attractive right now for Evan, as he's invited kids to his party who are at odds with one another, and he has just days to try to make things right. Interesting little coming-of-age story. It is rated PG. It's 13, the musical. It's on Netflix. Okay, and a good cast behind that one. And what about uh, Day Shift, which stars Jamie Foxx, right? Yes, starring Jamie Foxx is also on Netflix, also brand new. He's the big-name star in this action comedy distributed worldwide by Netflix. 
He plays Bud Jablonski, a regular working stiff with an eight-year-old daughter named Paige, and his main motivation is to provide well for his family, and he does so in a blue-collar job cleaning swimming pools. Only, Dad is not quite what he appears to be. Daughter Paige is quick-witted and a lot smarter than your average eight-year-old, and she begins to suspect that things are not as they seem, and she'd be right. Dad's pool cleaning business is a front for his real job, that of being a hunter and killer of vampires as part of an international organization charged with ridding the world of the undead who want to drink the blood of anyone passing by. Dave Franco and Snoop Dogg also star here. I have to say, though, Roger, I was disappointed in this movie. First of all, the language is atrocious, and a lot of it not necessary. Uh, secondly, uh, the violence quotient is very high, which is okay for a vampire movie, but it seems like its direction is misguided. And uh, because of the young daughter, there's a, a thread here that seems that uh, this should be good for kids to watch, and it's not good for mm. kids to watch at all. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was disappointed in Jamie Foxx, disappointed in the movie generally, but that's just me. I think uh, if you like this kind of genre, give it a chance for yourself. Um, Day Shift with Jamie Foxx on Netflix. Okay. Thanks so much, Rick. Thanks, Raji.